This is your host Shane with Mountain Crypto. Today we've got a lot of really cool subjects to talk about. We're going to talk about what cryptocurrency is going to look like for you in 2020, um, especially if it's something you're thinking of getting involved in. Also, we're going to look at a uh, mining thief uh, that works through actually the picture of Taylor Swift. We're also going to talk about the new um, regulation that is coming down the pipeline from the Congress, and this is going to be in a new Cryptocurrency Act of 2020. Um, And also, we're going to look at the IRS questions on uh, Part 1 of 6, Schedule 1, Part 1 of 6. So it might be an interesting thing to talk about, being that we all have to deal with taxes. And then lastly, if we have time, we will look at uh, AI and how that might uh, have some a little bit of effects coming on in the future. So with that, guys, I want to let you know that I'm not a financial advisor, a tax advisor, legal advisor, any of those things. Just my opinions, things I've been checking out. Do your own research and remember uh, cryptocurrency is very speculative. You can, you can lose your money. But we think there's some opportunity here, and that's why we like to talk about it. So... We'll just get right into it, guys. All right, first thing I want to talk about is let's actually talk about Congress because this is a this is a weighty subject if you're in the U.S. We know that there's been all this different talk about regulating cryptocurrency. We know the SCE has uh, said that we can wheel and deal in Bitcoin and Ethereum. But a lot of these other ICOs and other coins have been called into question. Stable coins have been called into question. Um, the Facebook Libra coin has been called into question. So all of this has led to a bill that's called the Cryptocurrency Act of 2020. And if you want to go to Forbes, um, you can actually look at an article written by Jason Britt. Uh, Jason Britt wrote about that uh, today on the 19th. And it goes into pretty good detail of everything and even um, has the bill outlined there. So that's something you definitely want to check out. But an initial review of the bill is gives us the following information. So there's going to be, it looks like, three steps in the U.S. regulation of cryptocurrency. And that will be... Um, the, def- the definition of a federal digital asset regulator, or it could also be called a federal crypto regulator. Now, these regulators are going to be assigned to one of three agencies. Um, the Commodities Future Trading Commission, which is the CTFC, and then also the Securities and Exchange Commission, S. EC, which we're already familiar with that one, and then the Financial Crime Enforcement Network, uh, FinCEN, as it's uh, affectionately known. So they look at and define basically a lot of things in cryptocurrency, and you can read that. It goes into some uh, elaboration, but to keep it simple, there's basically three different categories of cryptocurrency. So there's cryptocurrencies, there's crypto commodities, and there's crypto securities. So I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail, um, but we will look at who is going to kind of regulate what as a, you know, kind of a 30,000 foot overview. So the federal crypto regulator 
is going to be assigned to each of these agencies. The CFTC is mostly going to look at the crypto commodities. And the SEC will be looking at crypto securities. And then, uh, you guessed it, FinCEN is going to look at cryptocurrencies. So these regulators are going to make sure that, you know, whatever licenses, certifications, regulations, blah, 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 that that's all done. And they will no doubt write piles and piles of rules and regulation and blah, blah, blah. But the, the Treasury, the Secretary of the Treasury, is going to be required to establish rules through FinCEN to be able to track and trace cryptocurrency transactions, basically all of them. So when you're thinking about cryptocurrency, and if you are a true cryptocurrency fan, and you are here because you want a decentralized, privacy-enabled cryptocurrency, that is going to be impossible in the U.S. I will just say it. Um, that's a pipe dream. It isn't going to happen. And if you own a cryptocurrency that is traceable, is not traceable like that, I would be very cautious moving forward. Now, that's just my opinion. You know, go get some legal advice if you're heavily invested into a uh, anything besides Bitcoin that is um, considered uh, a cryptocurrency, Bitcoin's actually been adopted by the SCE as more of a commodity. So if you keep that on uh, pretty good, um, if you trace that and document that, then um, you should be okay for that one. But other ones that are more privacy-centered, I would be really, really careful. Um that's just my opinion. So the crypto commodities, um, these seem to be pretty safe. There's basically, there's some sort of fungibility, you know, there's some sort of goods or services or, or something like that that's going to happen that in this just simply resides on a blockchain. And um, that one is uh, not going to be regulated by Sinfin. That one um, it will probably be may be safe depending on what country it originates from so there could be laws and regulations and restrictions on that as well so that you know you'll have to look into and and see what's going to be allowed but uh i really think that the cryptocurrencies um yeah i mean aside from a nationalistic um regulated you know stable cryptocurrency I don't think um, they're going to allow very much to go on unless there's like zero privacy unless they have a way to monitor its every move okay so that's what I'm getting out of this so and also they talk here in this bill about a reserve backed stable coin and it says a reserve-backed stablecoin is defined as a representation of a currency issued by the United States or a foreign government that rests on a blockchain or decentralized cryptographic ledger and is fully backed by such currency on a one-to-one -one basis and fully collateralized in a correspondent banking account. So and my guess is that's, uh, that's what they're going to be pushing. So... Um, 
Yeah, do your own research and see. I I think, you know, it's good that they're letting us know what's going on, but, you know, I'm not too excited about uh, some of the terminologies and things that I'm reading in here. So we'll just have to see. Again, I could be wrong, but that's that's what I see in it. I see more opportunities for investment, but um, the whole cryptocurrency dream of privacy, I don't see that happening um, without them monitoring your every step. So, okay, I'm going to talk about another little thing really quickly that I think is important for us to consider is AI, okay? Um, there's several articles on AI right now, and I just wanted to let you know that some of the latest statistics that have come out are saying that by 2022, a whopping 50% of business processes will be fully automated by 2020. Okay. And that's in an article, um, same thing. It's on Forbes and it was written on the 18th and it just says ethics and AI why values for data matter and this is something i've been saying that in the next five years that i think the job market's going to drastically change because of robotics ai and the blockchain and some of it for the better and some of it creates a lot of other issues i'm not going to elaborate on all those things but it's something to look at if you can go back and look at my videos on youtube and it may be in the podcast i'm not sure but i go into a little detail about robotics ai and um, how it's going to actually change the world that we live in so it's a pretty interesting thing to look at now here's something you might want to look out for um we're always trying to warn you when we hear of scams um, let the last one was the the uh, clipper malware, and that is a malware that pops up. And when you try to copy your wallet address and and paste to another one and send coin somewhere, it actually takes the one that you copied and changes it to an address from the the evil person, so that you're actually not sending it to the wallet that you thought you were going to send it to. You're sending it to their wallet, and then you never get your you never get your cryptocurrency back again. So that's one you want to look out for. And um, real quick refresher: just um, write down your um, address that you are trying to send to. And at least make sure that uh, it's the same one before you click send. All right. So here's an article that was written in thenextweb.com. And um, that was uh, probably written today. It's powered by eToro. Kind of interesting. It says here. Or, oh, no, that's an advertisement. Excuse me. Um, it says this cryptocurrency mining botnet uses Taylor Swift picks to propagate itself. So... This this malware is tucked away in this JPEG, and it, I guess you don't even really notice it, but um, there's actually an ex executable file that's in the JPEG when you see this picture of Taylor Swift, and it's a EXE, um, which is you know kind of powerful because that gets into your computer, and what it does is uh, it's going to steal some of your coins here in the article it says that uh half a million over half a million people have already been affected and it was first discovered in 2017 seems like it's gaining steam 
It's getting more power. It's already stole more than $2.3 million worth of Monero XMR. So um, it doesn't say that anything else has uh, um, stolen, but it says it affects approximately 4,700 new systems every day. Its current net income is about $300 per day. And um, so that's something to look out for. That was written today, December 19th, on the uh, nextweb.com. Okay. Now, we're looking at New Year's. We're looking at Christmas. A lot of people may be just listening about uh, cryptocurrency, kind of sitting on the sidelines. They haven't done anything. And... Um, or maybe you have done something and you're wondering about your taxes. Well, again, this is not tax advice, so get a CPA and um, make sure you do your cryptocurrency right. Okay, it is a lot of work. There are there's softwares and stuff that supposedly helps you. Um, I paid a hundred dollars for software. Took the documents to my CPA. He told me they were garbage. I had to do it all by hand um, for. Uh, several different um, exchanges so I decided I'm not going to be using those exchanges anymore because that's too much work for me and what I do is I use the um, the tax form or basically profit and loss statement that is printed out on Coinbase um, and Coinbase Pro my CPA was happy with that again you know make sure you check with your CPA so this is why I am sticking with uh, Coinbase right now in in dealing with my cryptocurrencies because that way my taxes are much easier. So in 2019, this is what's going to happen, and this is an article that was just written today, December 20th on Forbes, called Cryptocurrency Questions on IRS Schedule 1, Part 1 of Part 6, by Sheehan Candesicuria, which I've probably slaughtered that name, but you can check that out. And uh, on the 2019 schedule, which we're going to be doing those taxes here pretty soon, guys. Um, it says it has this wonderful question at any time during 2019, did you receive comma sell comma send comma exchange comma or otherwise acquire any financial interest in any virtual currency question mark in a quotation. So, Wow, that's a that is a that's a tough one, right? So, um, I had uh, one year I had uh, Neo, which earns gas. So I would have to calculate the gas, what the price was, when it was. I'm going to have to tabulate all this. Okay, um, I got rid of all that. I very I didn't have very much anyway to begin with, so I got rid of all that. And the only thing I have now that um, earns interest is Tezos on Coinbase, and they're going to provide me with the proper form, so I don't have to worry about that, because um, I just um, keep, it's very little, and I go ahead and I keep it on the Coinbase account with their staking program. And then um, the other one, I have a um, Celsius wallet, and they're a U.S., um, they, are, they have a U.S. office. I won't say they're a U.S.-based company because I, I really don't know, but they have a U.S. office. They're based out of U.S. Um, to best of my recollection, and I'm hoping um, that they're going to do it. But I've saved every email of when they give um, the interest, which they actually pay in the particular coin that you are dealing with. So um, 
Hopefully that won't go too rough. I'll keep you up to date on how that goes this uh, tax year, and and you can uh, make your own decision. So other than that, um, that's a uh, something to keep an eye on. Uh, make sure you keep all of your data, all your um, everything that you do. So the exchanges, their requirement, according to the IRS, is to issue a Form 1099-K if you had gross payments that exceed 20000 and more than 200 transactions on a crypto exchange. <coughs> Excuse me. So if you're a day trader, you've probably done more than 200 transactions. You're going to trigger that. Um, I only tried day trading for about uh, two weeks, so I don't think I'm going to fall into that category. And day trading is not for me because you've really got to pay attention to it 24-7. So regardless, that will not be something I'm doing in the future. All right. So you can read this whole article and um, take a look at it. It's pretty... Um, pretty good article and goes into it in a little bit detail. Now for the last topic. Here we are, we're moving into 2020. What if you haven't invested in cryptocurrency? Or what if you're thinking, yo, I want to, should I continue? Should I do more? Whatever. Well, ultimately, you have to answer those questions. But if you decide that you're going to begin cryptocurrency in 2020 and you're just starting out I would suggest that you you know you can look at our referral link you get 10 extra dollars if you put a hundred dollars in um, it's on our webpage mountaincrypto.net um, or you can just go direct if you don't want the extra 10 bucks we get 10 bucks too so it's it's appreciated if you support the channel but what you do the reason I say go to coinbase and I have several different presentations um, I've done live presentations. If you watch those, I always go through how you can buy cryptocurrency at what I feel is, for a U.S. citizen, the most efficient way to do it, cost-efficient, the safest way to do it, the most legitimate way to do it, where you can, I believe, you can appease all the government agencies, get the right paperwork at the end of the year for your taxes, and pay the less amount of money. So basically, in a nutshell, you open a Coinbase account, you buy USDC, which is a coin. It is a stable coin through Coinbase. And you take that and you trade it. You move it to your wallet on Coinbase Pro, which is a sister company of Coinbase. It's basically um, the same password. Always use second, uh, second party authenticator, by the way. Be as safe as you can. And um, don't use the same password and, you know, all that stuff. Listen to our safety thing, too. Just be safe. And then you can buy Bitcoin at a half a percent. Okay? So that's... And then you can move it um, to a hard wallet if you want or whatever you're comfortable with at that point. Okay? I believe that, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum um, are protected by the SCE... And you don't have to worry about it being overregulated. If you stay with a legitimate exchange, you're upfront and honest with all the entities, 
You don't move it around a lot. I've moved stuff around trading in 2017, 2018, and it's a pain to do the paperwork. So don't do it. <laughs> it's a big pain unless you want a full-time job out of it. Um, if you want to invest in other coins, I would say stick with the ones on Coinbase. And, um, you know, if you're going to buy a ton of them, you're going to want to put them in different wallets. But personally, moving it around a lot is going to make the tracking it a lot more difficult. So I don't recommend to keep a lot of money on exchanges, any exchanges. But I would just say if you're going to invest in these other coins, it will be a pain to move them on and off the exchange for tracking. So make sure you have some tracking software or you're good with Excel spreadsheet and you document what time you moved it, where you moved it to, you know, all that stuff. So, so I'm starting to lose my voice. I wanted to give you guys a lot of good stuff. I would say if you're moving forward with cryptocurrency, just stick with that. If you're going to continue to invest this year, you know, just stick with those coins that are on Coinbase, especially for U.S. citizens. Stick with Bitcoin. Personally, you know, not financial advice, but I'm buying Bitcoin as long as it's under $10,000. I think it will go way up next year after the happening. So that's what I'm doing. You do what you need to do. Take care, guys. I'm your host, Shane, with Mountain Crypto. Over and out.